guys. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today we are talking about, well, a long overdue deep dive into green aura women. Also having an amazing conversation with Kendall Long from season 22 of The Bachelor, RE season, and also um, season five of Bachelor in Paradise. Excited for that. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. What's going on? Well, uh, the first thing is our first big change of 2021 is the green room. Yeah. And I knew we were going to have Kendall yes. on. So I wanted to make the, it special. You know, I wanted, I wanted to kind of you know, spruce up the room a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I bought a lot of stuffed animals. Oh, because she's into taxidermy. Right. Right. To make, just kind of make her feel at home. Right. So we have a lot of stuffed animals. <laughs> we got a stuffed penguin. We got a stuffed bear, deer. Right. Some unicorns. All these yeah. things. Yeah. So, and she seemed like she's happy there. So she's getting ready. She's, okay. she's just uh, going to come on in a little bit. Uh, but first, you know, the other the other day actually was getting a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. because you started telling me a story about your trip to the dentist. Oh, my gosh. Now, when I go to the dentist, yeah. we all know what happens. It's horrible. I, you know, <laughs> Nothing happens to you. Well, yeah, but, you know, like the But, you, the but your anxiety, up. you do. Right. You have a real white coat syndrome. Right. But of course, you know, when you go and you come back, you have these great tales. So you, you were, you know, you were actually telling me the story and I had to stop you because I was starting to get anxiety and I, you, <laughs> I don't even know why. But if you want to finish it now, I think on the podcast, I could probably handle it better. All so, right. So this never happens to me. I, you know, do readings all the time. People always tell me, oh, I got stopped. Somebody gave me a message or somebody stopped me, and gave me a psychic message or I was out and about. Somebody gave me a psychic message. Okay. Nobody ever stops me. I never get psychic messages. <laughs> nothing like that okay but i'm in you know the chair i'm getting my teeth cleaned by the hygienist and all of a sudden she said like this is random okay she's like are you into egyptian culture like is that something you're really into like this is random and i am i've always been really fascinated i mean you know i've always been really fascinated with egyptian culture like my entire life um just like interested in the art and like, I even took a class in undergrad <laughs> for no reason about the architecture and, like, what they used to wear and things like that just because I was interested in it. So, anyway, so I was like, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Like, why do you ask that? And she's like, well, you know, I have this ability to see things sometimes. And I just had this vision of you while I was, in, you know, because she works in people's crown chakras, which okay. she said. So, I'm like, okay, this lady is with it. She gets it. She's like, you know, I work in your crown chakra. I'm working in your crown chakra. And... I am seeing you as an Egyptian priestess. Oh. Now listen to this. Okay. Okay. Now I know I know what you're going to say. You're going to get all red aura on me. But she right. was, I see you wearing like a headband like they used to wear, you know, the kind that would go around your head. And like in the middle where your third eye is, there's like this jewel on the crown. And it's a crystal. And she said, and... What they're showing me is that the crystal went into your third eye and now it's there permanently and it gives you the ability to see the world in color. Okay. Okay. Wow. This is the dental hygienist. I come in very normal person. Right. You know, I'm just laying there, you know, like, okay, clean my teeth. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, well, I see aura colors around people and that's what I do for a living. That's what I did. I have a practice and all that's amazing. You're saying this. And she's like, yeah, like I feel like you were a priestess and I feel like this is knowledge that you actually had even before 
you were this Egyptian priestess and now it's internalized in you. And I'm like, man, I don't feel that special like at all, but that makes me sound really <laughs> freaking special. Yeah. I mean, like, it's if I was cool. going to pick a past life for myself, like you, I've had, you were like Nefertiti or whatever. <laughs> she said like Nefertiti. Nefertiti. She said like a priestess, but like I've had past life and on the past life regression episode, I, I've had past life, um, flashbacks and stuff like when I was like a man and like another like but I was never anybody like super cool you yeah. know I mean um when I feel I remember getting shot as a soldier like I had one of those but I never had like like that's a cool one that is really cool I mean I thought like I said last week I thought I was Robert Redford <laughs> obviously I'm not because he's alive no but how crazy is that that's, like no, seriously like she didn't know anything about me like the color thing really got me yeah that's that's like, really the cool. color thing I was like what I mean, an Egyptian priestess, okay, you know. I mean, I was at the park once and a psychic did come up to me. Oh, yeah? Like you're saying like, they don't come up to you. And, and they, they basically told me I was a serf in medieval times. You know, okay. a serf is like the lowest. Well, statistically. Yeah. I mean. Like I, if you're going past lives. Yeah. I was um, a bricklayer okay. in ancient Egypt. Someone oh. once told me that too. Yeah. We probably didn't know each other. Yeah. But I don't think it was the right time. I was like fourth dynasty or something. Oh, I think okay. You must, she must have been talking about you in the seventh dynasty. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I was a sudra, you know, in What's India. That? It's like uh, the laboring caste in India. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that, those you, are the ones I've gotten from people. I, I guess I had but, some, like, past life privilege yeah, you, going on. You get that. <laughs> yeah. Your mom was Anne Frank. You're a priestess. I don't. And listen, I'm a lowly, I'm just, you know, working know. class I farmer know. person. I get it. Like, it's, it was made me feel very special. Um, and I thought it was cool. It is really cool. But, like... She, I mean, maybe just the crystal thing was the cool thing with the colors, and maybe that's just like how spirit was. I don't know. I think it's pretty neat. It was very interesting thing to happen to me at the dentist. Yeah. So that's my experience at the dentist. All right. I'm well, an Egyptian priest. As we, I'm watching Kendall right now. She's getting ready to come on, and she yeah. is actually tearing apart one of the stuffed animals and taking oh. out the filling. So. Mm. Now it's probably known. I think. I think she talked about it when yeah. she was on the. She did a the lot. Bachelor. Yes. I never watched that season. Very proud, actually. And and my vision board is coming true. I did not watch the first episode of Mike Randall. What's his name again? Mike Randall. That's from Buffalo. Oh, <laughs> you just did the Weatherman oh, from Buffalo. Okay. That's so <laughs> funny. Um, Matt James. Matt James. I watched it. Okay, you watched He's it. He's delightful. I did not watch it. <laughs> He's delightful. So my vision board is coming true. I said I might come on on Hometown Week. You do like to say hometowns a lot. Or I might come on during the fantasy sweet week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll see that how okay. that goes. All right, so I figured we would look into some strange hobbies okay. in aura color. In honor of Kendall. In honor of Kendall. Okay. She's a taxidermist. Yes. And, you know, here's some other ones. Okay. All right, so you tell me what type of person. All right, I have no idea what this list is. She as has always, no idea. It's always a complete shock. Yes. Okay, <laughs> and these are all real, by the way. Yes, they are real. You, I did see you do research. All right, the first one is extreme ironing. Really? Yes. Yellow. So this or green. Is, All right, go on. Say one more time. Yellow or green. Oh, yellow or green. Okay, well, you wait. You don't Let know me hear it about is, it. Okay. Yeah. My so, dad's an extreme ironer. All right, but go on. Well, yeah, maybe. He, he could be. He, he could be. <laughs> you iron while doing a extreme sport. <laughs> so That's not this real. Is, no, this is real. This is not even, we're not even playing that game where you guess if this is real or not. Okay, this, this is, is real. real. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you could going. be like skydiving. Stop. Yes. You could be like water skiing. You could be mountain climbing. And then what you do is you iron during it. So How it's does kinda, it stay hot? It's crazy. It's like, 
what the, the goal of the sport or the hobby, whatever you want to call this thing, is to take the dull and the boring, which is the ironing, okay, and combine it with the excitement. Oh. Yeah. They do re- recommend to do it with clothes on. But um, I don't understand. I need pictures and visuals. Yeah. Well, there's a German guy. He's, yeah. He's like the world record holder. Okay. His name is Hot Pants. Stop it. No, he is. He's the, he's the record holder. Hot Pants? Hot we pants. need him on. I, was, I, I tried to contact his people. I need his picture. I got to see what yeah. color he is. I, I know. So Hot Pants. Hot Pants. I mean, so what do you think? Extreme ironist oh my God. Well, would be... First of all, my dad's an extreme ironist. Without the like, yeah, like climbing. he irons his money. He's green and he irons money, yeah. and he always he ironed our socks and napkins and tablecloths and the sheet. Like he always ironed everything. Right. But I know yellow people like to iron too. Like they'll they'll pack and iron in their suitcase or luggage, like okay. on vacations. I've never done that. Um, then, but the extreme mm, part, that's that, a little different. That could make it like a yellow red, maybe. Yeah, I don't quite. Un- and I can't find hot pants online. Iron. You're never gonna find him. Really? No, he's okay. He's ironing in a like cave right now. And maybe there's like a red person element to that. Red people, but red and green people like the extreme sports. Okay. So maybe it's a, so. If I had to pick, it would maybe just a real interesting green guy. All right. Now I'm a red blue. Mm-hmm. I once ironed while drinking piping hot hot chocolate. Mm. Would that count for extreme ironist? No, no, that's not messy. All right. So not me. All right. The next one we Ooh. have. Yeah, it's a real thing. You can look them up. Try to find hot pants. Yeah, I got to find his oracle. <laughs> the next one is collecting in-flight sick bags. Ew. You know how like yes. in every plane they have that bag if you have to yeah. – I don't know if they still have that. They do. Days, but, uh, so basically what you do is you go and from every flight you're on, yeah. you collect sick bags. And you just kind of keep adding to your number. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the hobby has taken a hit recently mm. with the COVID. Yeah. Uh, so the, the amount of people doing this has gone down. Um, what person? Are there conventions for this? That's well, I think you share your collections. I, I do. I think you do share do you, your collections. There, is there a market? Do people buy and sell? You can. Yes, you can buy and sell. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to say, like, because I can see where a sick bag from, like, a 1970 Boeing, Boeing da, 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 I don't know, like, a, like different planes or different flights or different, like, the eras or different countries that could get right. it kind of interesting. So I'm going to go with green. Okay. Blue people do tend to be hoarders. So it depends on the thing. Like if you're collecting it for memories, that's like a blue person thing. But if you're collecting it for like nostalgia or interest or market or this or that, that's going to be a green person thing. All right. So we're going to probably say mostly green, blues. There's a lot of facets to it. So I can see it getting interesting um, with the types of flights and the years and the different planes and things like that. Okay. Now, I mean, I once left a sick bag. <laughs> Do you think it might be part of someone's collection? Oh, I hope not. And what would the value be on that? Ugh. I would say pretty high. Okay, that makes me nauseous. Yeah. All right. All right. The next one I have is noodling. What's that? Noodling. Okay. Now, again, these are real. Okay. This is the hobby where you go barehanded fishing. Okay. So what oh, you yeah. do. Oh, you know this one. Okay. Well, just in the survival shows. No, so, no, no, no. Okay. But what you do is there's – usually it's done with a catfish. Okay. A big catfish. Okay. And what you do is you put your hand into shallow water. Yeah. Into mud. And then what's supposed to happen is the catfish – I don't know, maybe thinks it's a worm or food or something. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to attach to your hand, Ew. bite your hand, oh. and then you pull it out, out of the water. Wow. Yeah, it's called noodling. Now, I, I've never Where done did, this. What part of the country does this happen in? I'm going to say places like, no, I don't want to insult any of our listeners, but you know, maybe 
Mississippi. I'm just going to be honest. Like, I didn't grow up with that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't, I, I, well, it's too cold in Buffalo, probably. Yeah, the catfish are like, mm-mm. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to say red. Okay, Although yeah. Although green people do love to fish. Right. But I would say green people would have made that more... Um, if a green person's going to go noodle, they're going to, uh, green people love the tools. So they're going to have a special noodle glove or a special noodle bait or I have special noodle techniques or yeah. things like that. So I'm going to go with if it's just your bare hands and not a lot of thoughts being put into it, except like, this is cool, a fish put me, red. Yeah. Okay, so definitely red. I, you know, I mean, you might have to know like the, the spots I to go. I can see you doing that. I would never do that. But no. they don't have teeth, do well, they? Oh uh, uh, yeah, they do. Catfish have, have teeth. Some of them have teeth. Yeah, they bite you. Oh, I thought they were like sucky fish. I don't know. I mean, I've eaten catfish. They don't look that mean. Yeah. Abby uh, showed me it. this YouTube video of the <laughs> indigenous way to catch catfish. Yeah. With a snake. Really? They send the snake into those mud holes you're talking about, and the catfish. and this, and all of a sudden, like all these catfish. Pop, pop out. out and then the snake pops out after them oh wow that's pretty cool yeah and the guy caught like a ton of catfish that way and then grabbed a snake and he got the snake back oh yeah the snake comes back oh it's like a pet snake yes oh okay this is like the snake's job it's like what they do together how cool is that all right i don't think i'm gonna be doing that in <laughs> I, you know what i'd be afraid that while i'm in there like other things are gonna get me like yeah. you know something might bite me from the back Ooh. like an alligator or something oh yeah well yeah yeah let's go to the next one okay noodling okay Kendall knows our cat's alive, right? Oh, I hope so. Okay, because she's kind of eyeing the cat oh. and he's sleeping. No. I don't know. I'll let her know. All right, let her know. Okay. <laughs> all right. She's, she's distracting me a little bit here, but all right. <laughs> Kendall, our cat is, is still living. He's, he's a heavy sleeper. All right. Duck herding. Now, this duck is... Duck herding. Yeah, okay. Duck herding. Okay. So with this one, basically you... <laughs> You set a lot of obstacle. <laughs> I mean, I, this is true. <laughs> I'm, I'm making this okay, up. Okay, I believe you. Yeah. What, what, how does it? Ha- how does this work? Uh, okay, so basically, you need a lot of obstacles and a lot, a lot of uh, challenges. So, you're, and you're going to need a sheepdog. Okay, I was going to ask. Yeah, you yeah. There's need a lot a dog. of props to this. A lot of dog to this. Yeah, yeah you need a sheepdog. Okay, you possibly need two shaman. You know, one might work, but maybe two. No, you made that up. Yeah, you, no, you need two shaman. What? No, it probably okay. Not. Okay, stop. Um, when something's ridiculous, you can't add jokes. Well, it, because know, it's all we don't like. It's so ridiculous yeah, that you might a- as well have three shaman. There. But you're adding jokes, and it's like I don't know which is which now. Right. Okay. Go okay, ahead. I Keep going. All right. But, so, but, so you it, need a sheepdog. Yeah, you need a sheepdog. Mm-hmm. Maybe a shaman. Um, <laughs> and then you need a lot of props. You need like chairs. You need stools. You need a bear. You need a couch. Right. Like a, like a statue of a bear. Um, and basically, what. You need to do is have the duck. It's like you have to herd the ducks. Are these so, pet ducks? They're just ducks. Are they domestic ducks or wild ducks? Well, they're I, like. I, what's the purpose? I, of you, duck are there herd? things called pet ducks? Well, there's well, ducks on a farm. Yeah, and then there's ducks like in that, a pond. In a pond. I think depending on if it's a farm duck or a or a pond duck, that would depend on the obstacles. Is you're there like use. judge judges for this? Like it's like sheep? how you herd them. You have to be the her- you have to herd them. Do is people it, watch you do this? Or you're supposed to work with like a team. So this sounds like a farming practice. No, it's more for like team building. Like if you want to like, like a corporation might do it what? to build their team. No. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yes, it's okay, true. But, okay, so I remember the movie Babe. Right. <laughs> when, 
<laughs> when the farmer, yeah. you know, is a is a sheep herder. Right. And then the pig helps him win the sheep herding championship. Yeah. Is it like that, but with ducks? I think it's like that with ducks, but then there's a lot of obstacles. Like, now, they, like all the ducks get on a chair. All the ducks... Yeah. They, they you know, sit on, on the, the bear's head. Okay, yeah, I, I think it. so. Uh, okay. Shaman does a prayer. Um, oh, my God. I've, I mean, personally for me, I think this is ridiculous because, like, I know how to herd ducks. I just get a loaf of bread. Yeah. Yeah, I get a loaf of bread. Yes. I throw out a couple pieces. <laughs> they'll go anywhere. And all the ducks come. They'll come anywhere. Yeah, they'll, so come, they'll, I yeah would, they'll follow you anywhere. I would easily win this hobby. Yeah. All right. So I think this this is for... I don't even know. Uh, we can't even... And what country does this happen in? I think a lot in the... I think it started in the UK. Yeah, I would say... Yeah, this seems like a British thing. Um, okay, I got a couple more. I can, I'm not but, even giving that No, that's not you. Let's pass. <laughs> okay, the next one is not to be confused with purple bombing uh-huh. or love bombing. It's called yarn bombing yarn, yarn bomb. bombing yes okay so this is like when a grandma mm-hmm. you know gets her yarn and then she yarns something in public so like you know how like yarns your grandma it or knits i don't know what yarns it what does that mean yarn well it. is it called knitting yeah okay. does she makes is she creating something yeah she's creating something it's okay, like knitting or crocheting yeah. okay right. but instead of like making you a nice pot holder mm-hmm. or like a glove or something uh she does it like on a tree she oh. like yarns on a tree. Knits a tree. She knits a tree. Like she makes like a tree sleeve. Sure. She does it for like naked statues. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. She'll put like a. Oh, that's like a purple yellow would do that. Okay. Or a sign or something. Yeah. Yellows like to knit. Yeah. Yellows are good crafty. They kind of pick up knitting and crocheting quicker. And I can see like a purple yellow being like, let's do something cute in okay. a statement with this or artistic or whatever. So it's not yarning, it's it's knitting. Yeah, knitting. I, mean, I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, growing up, we called it yarning. Did you? Yeah. I, I, I was a yarner once. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I was good at it, too. I'm really good at and it. And being your co-host requires um, knowing you for this long, so I know <laughs> what's going on in your head. <laughs> yes. All right, yarn like, bomb. So the yeah. bomb part is that people are like, oh, my God, that statue of Michelangelo has a bikini. Right. Okay. It's like, whoa, yeah. like shocking. Yeah. That tree is covered in mittens. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And I got two more. This one is right up my alley. Okay. And the kids will tell you. Collecting navel fluff. What's that? Okay. So like, this is like, you know, on your belly button. Oh, the, the navel. Yeah. Yeah. The navel. It, Ew. It's, uh, you know, how like lint gets in there. It's kind of, that grosses me Yeah. Out, this is gross. Honestly. So this guy, Graham uh, mm, Barker. I'm getting nauseous. He has this huge mm. collection. Um, but I feel. Probably smells. Yeah. He keeps, well. it in, he keeps it in jars and stuff. Um, he's disgusting yeah i i think this is something i can do because as the kids say i have a very i have a very deep navel you do your belly button's deep and you know i have found a lot of things in there i found coins dice candy wrappers right uh, a ball of yarn from my yarning yarn bombing a gecko um popped out ones um so this might be up my alley that's disgusting i have to see a picture of that guy he sounds disturbed i can't give an aura color for that okay so maybe psycho (laughs) Pathic green. I hate to like put it on the green people with these weird hobbies, but it sounds like a lot of um, yeah, greens. Maybe an unbalanced, very unbalanced. I mean, maybe it provides him joy. No, he he does. He likes collecting like hair too. I think. Okay. Okay. And the last one. Oh, there's we, we have to move on here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kendall is tearing up the place. All the stuffed animals have been butchered. Um, <laughs> we are collecting garden gnomes. We are. No, no, that's the last one. Oh, oh, that's, oh yeah. We are. And we are, yeah. yeah so this is us. Yes. Yeah, this is our this could be us. Red, blue, and purple indigo. Okay, so gnome collectors. Yeah, and the best place you can go is Dawson, Minnesota. Hmm. They have a town 
where all these little gnomes. Oh, how cute. Yeah, very, very cute. And the people say, this is lore though. Yeah. The people of Dawson, Minnesota, you know what they say. What? If the moon is waxing crescent, mm-hmm. they come to life. That's creepy. Like in, um, what's that movie with the kids love? In uh, Goosebumps. Yes. Creepy. I want to see it. I mean, me too. We got to get go there. Dawson, Minnesota. It's Road on our, trip. I'm putting it on the vision board. All right. We have a couple ads. Thank you guys for always being so kind to our sponsors. We love them because it keeps us here. And we have a new one today. Um, but first, I have to roast Scott a little bit before I talk about it. Oh, boy. Hey, Scott. Okay. So you ha- you're how old are you? Do you, wanna, do you no, wish to disclose? No. I you're can't. in your late 70s. 70s. And you yep. <laughs> still have student loan debt. I, I do. Now, what's what's fascinating to me, this is the mystery of our marriage. It okay. really is. And, yeah. and I have to like hash it out We're with you guys. We're even going off ad here for a this second. This is off ad for a second. This is a mystery in our ma- in our marriage. Okay. I didn't meet you till after you graduated um, your from your master's program. Right. But I know that your parents paid for your undergrad. They did. And then you paid for your master's yourself. Correct. But you still have debt from that, and it was only two years long. Okay. I, yeah. What? This, my question is, how luxurious did you live and what happened? Okay. This is a bigger <laughs> mystery than the boxers that appeared on our balcony in Key West. <laughs> I don't know. Where did I, that money go? Why I, do you have so much debt? I have no idea. It doesn't go down. I don't understand. Like, I have resigned myself. Well, that's that the I problem. am going that, but <laughs> totally like chosen to ignore it, except send your payments and just ignore. Yeah, I, I send the payment and it never goes down. <laughs> like I don't understand. It's like I want to get rid of it, yeah. but I have resigned myself. Like maybe this is something not that should I get on my vision board or something? Yeah, you know. But I have resigned myself that I will die with it. It well, will be. It I'm, will be with me. It's like a. It's a friend now. It's no, friend. it's not a friend. And okay. we're going to, right. this is, we're not going to procrastinate anymore. anymore I got to um, get rid of it. Because we have Ernest. This is my chance. Ernest offers low rate student loan refinancing, and you can check your rate risk free in just two minutes. With Ernest, you get radically flexible payments, and you can pick your loan term. Scott. By refinancing, you can reduce your loan term, save money, or combine multiple loans into a simple monthly payment. And if you have questions, you can even talk to a real-life human oh. at Earnest for help. Isn't it time you stopped feeling overwhelmed by your student debt, or in Scott's case, ignored it completely? <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, I'm going to have to call them. I have paid it every single month no, for like I know, but you, forever. We have to do something with it because seriously, it just sits there. I, I think the, the computer's broken. That's what it is. <laughs> Ernest is offering our listeners, listen to this guy, a $100 cash bonus. Refinance your student debt at earnest.com slash K-Y-A. Terms and conditions apply. Now, Ernest is giving our listeners a $100 bonus. Refinance your student loans at earnest.com slash K-Y-A. Terms and conditions apply. Once again, you get a $100 cash bonus when you visit earnest.com slash K-Y-A to refinance your student loan. Not available in all states. Terms and conditions apply. Visit earnest.com slash K-Y-A for more details. Terms and conditions apply. Apply Earnest Student Loan Refinancing made by Earnest Operations, LLC, NMLS number 1204917, California Financing Law License number 6054788, 303 2nd Avenue, Suite 401N, San Francisco, California 94107, visit earnest.com license slash licenses for a full list of licenses. I just called them. <laughs> What happened? Well, at least I know it's going to go down by a hundred bucks now. 
There. <laughs> yeah. At least you know something. Guys, I love my function of beauty. I just spent that hundred bucks on function of beauty. Yeah, we got. We use nothing else now. We nothing. love. Fun. I use it. Even you used it. You came out of the shower and we're like, you smelled like a peach. I Literally, did. We, I did, from yeah. our peach. It's wonderful. Kind. Um, it, it truly is wonderful. I just got eucalyptus. I'm really excited. The eucalyptus scent. I'm super excited to go try it. So Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair's specific needs. And here's how to get started. First, take a quick but thorough and fun quiz. Super quick. It's super fun. To tell them a little bit about your hair type, straight, wavy, curly, or coily. And hair goals such as lengthen, volumize, and oil control. And because your hair changes with the season, you can change your hair goals before each and every shipment. My daughter loves to do this. Brianna loves to do this. Next, choose your color and fragrance or go fragrance and dye free. Plus, subscribers get access to more exclusive colors and scents. Whoa, VIP. Then, Functions team determines the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula, and delivers it to you along with fun seasonal stickers and all the instructions you need. There are over 54 trillion possible formulations and Function of Beauty has over real has over real 50,000 five-star reviews. I feel like that was written funny. Every ingredient <laughs> Function of Beauty uses is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens. You can go completely silicone-free. Also, Function of Beauty offers completely personalized formula for body and skincare as well, so you can customize your beauty routine from head to toe. That's fun. So never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again, and I won't. I love Function of Beauty. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. That's new for us. It's 20% on the skin Ooh. and body stuff, too. Okay. That's exciting. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to let them know you heard about it from our show and to get 20% off your order, functionofbeauty.com slash KYA. Brianna keeps asking me for the anti-frizz control. Right. And because it, it works wonders for curly hair, and it just, I don't know, it's, it's solved her frizz problem. That's so it's been good. Amazing. I left a bottle of the peach in our mailbox for my mailman, Cliff. He <laughs> loves it. That's I mean, I, I, wanted, you know, I wanted to know when he was coming. So I can smell them, and I, it works. It just, it just works. He smells great. So when I started my practice and even this podcast, green women were a bit of a mystery to me. I would see them on the news, in media, and definitely out and about in society, but few came to get a reading. Now that I have been fortunate enough to read more and more green women, I have learned such a great deal about them. I always knew they were different from the male greens, but now there is more specification I can give, which can help you identify them, or if you are a green, self-identify. So for whatever reason, and the reason would be society, men and women can sometimes wear their colors differently. So with green women, it's something which tends to get attacked from a young age more than men. I'll see this, um, for example, just on the flip side, with blue and purple men, um, so blue and purple boys, they'll get attacked more by society. Um, and then I'll see them, you know, just deal with that their whole lives. And green women, because I feel like society would name that a more masculine color or whatnot, um, you know, because green women are smart, they're good at math, they like to, you know, get out there, get dirty, all sorts of stuff like that. They get kind of pushed around by society too. So it's hard when you're a kid, if you're a green girl, just like it's hard if you're a blue boy, um, society is a pressure. It is something that uh, shapes, informs us, and changes us. So that's that's a lot of the reason why um, 
it can get attacked and it can morph and it can be harder to accept you know, your authentic self as you get older after a whole lifetime, a whole childhood of that. So, you know, with women, you know, we're supposed to be social and accommodating and great hostesses and interested in gossip or fashion or pop news and culture and play with dolls or be mommy or do things which are more in line with how society wants girls to be in a way that society uh, deems it to be done. And it's true that many of us who grew up and are female naturally kind of like go to those things anyhow in a certain, in that certain way, in that certain predictable way. But if you were a green woman or a green kid, you never really cared much for it. Um, You were the kid in the dirt, the one playing outside all the time. Maybe you had an interest in things uh, an interest in things which were more like loner-ish, you know, you played well by yourself. And it was something which could have set you apart from other females. Um, but all greens have this in common. They, they can kind of brush it off. They don't always care. They notice it, but they can kind of be like, all right, well, it is what it is and kind of get, you know, because they are more in line with their quality of friends rather than their quantity of friends. Um, naturally they can more, uh, fall in line with that. And also they are more, um, in line with what interests them intellectually rather than on a level which is more base or societally acceptable. Green women who haven't lost that are the same way. They have friends, but they don't play games. Uh, green women are more into open communication in a different way than green men are. Um, green men tend to be into communication as a means to an end for linking unlike entities to one another to allow a project to come along um, to completion or for the sole purpose of educating someone on something complicated. Green women can do all of this too, but they tend to be into communication for the linking of two hearts to one another, building uh, bridges of understanding. Uh, It's very difficult to insult a green woman, but ignorance can insult a green woman. Someone who says something uh, should be a certain way based on unfounded concepts or based on the patriarchy, for example. Um, Green people cannot be insulted, however, if you just have an opinion that's different for them. So I think green women in general, like they just, the communication is for linking um, people together, more humanity and understanding. Because right now everyone is very much at each other's throats. We see this a lot. I, I do, I have seen many green women trying to go in there and basically listen, hear people out and try to connect in a way which is amicable, which is educationally based, which is based off logic and best practices versus identity to a group or even a party. Green women tend to be advocates, but in a different way than blues or indigos are. They tend to be advocates for an ideal rather than a person. They are the ones fighting for rights, fighting for equal treatment, fair practices, things which are about principle or overall human rights and values based much over limited concepts. Green women tend to be the ones who rally for a connection between humanity and a concept which can help us move forward. Two green women, um, I wanted to talk about one, Stacey Abrams. So she uh, lost the governor's race in Georgia and there was a lot of allegations of voter suppression and whatnot. So what did she do? Instead of, you know, she's green blue. So what did she do? She organized, she strategized for her cause. And, you know, they're basically saying Georgia was won because of her. That's what green people do. They, they, and being blue, she had a cause that she felt very, com- you know, very 
um, an allegiance to that she needed, you know, felt very an advocate for, and she wanted to make sure everybody had a chance to vote who perhaps didn't have that chance before, and just creating open pathways where she felt there weren't any more. Just like a green person does, they have an engineer brain. She went in there and she created pathways and worked with the system to make it more fluid, to make it work better, to help it, to fix it, to strategize. There you go. Green, green woman. Um, Another green woman is Jane Goodall. She does a lot of advocacy with um, nature and she's trying to show us that we have to keep our connection with nature and earth as one, that we have to pay attention to it, that there is no separation between us as humans and our environment, that a scourge on the earth is a scourge upon ourselves. She's trying to lead through her example, through actions, through research. She's an advocate for the ideal, and she's trying to bridge that gap, why we don't understand when we hurt the environment, we're hurting ourselves. She's trying to get us to understand that another green woman. Um, Green women, yeah, their aura does tend to be more filmy. With green men, it's less so. I feel like, you know, honestly, this is because, again, this is society. It's left its mark on women. Uh, you know, we generally have to be more accommodating than men have to be. That's just a fact. Our earthly existence, I feel, is to be endlessly accommodating. Um, you know, we're the ones that get pregnant. That's incredibly accommodating of us. And I feel like it's just that our brains tend to be hardwired towards being more accommodating. And it does affect the way that green women wear their colors. I mean, that's my own take on it, why it's a little different in women than men. Um, you know, I, you know I, green people can be a little bit socially awkward, but green women less so. You know, so I think that that's kind of the the overall, if I had to generalize, a, a big difference. Also, green women, like, they'll tend to wear yellow, too, because, again, you know, as a green girl, a green child, a green girl child, uh, there's a lot of, like, oh, you're too good at math. Let's put you in cooking instead. Or hey, you don't want to work on cars. You want to sew, you know, kind of pushing them into more yellow uh, actions and things like that. So sometimes that carries with them their life and they can end up around a lot of yellow people or do a yellow job and uh, like accounting or things like that. Um, so I do see yellow on green women a lot. It creates, um, you know, there's this thing with the way that greens wear their colors. It's this inability to separate their green sense of logic and their natural green walls and tunnel vision towards everyone and everything else. Like they don't have that ability to separate it the way green men do. So they're just a little bit more seeing of things than green men can do more of the shutout. Green women can't do that so much. So you are very seen by a green woman. They see you. And they will also always be super direct and honest and straightforward. You know, uh, they'll tell you the truth. Uh, they'll, they'll go straight into it with love and respect and a need to promote the greater good. And that's my little green woman spiel. I love reading my green women. They've been such a gift to me. And um, I can't wait to talk to Kendall, who has green sparkles. And we're going to go into that when we get her up next. But before we talk to Kendall, um, just want to go to two of our sponsors. First, we have Magic Spoon, who is a lovely new sponsor of our podcast. We are a cereal family. We are. Not me so much, but you and the kids love it. Me and the kids love it. We share cereals. You do. We love, you know, everything. Fruit Loops, everything. Yeah, but you know what I don't like? I don't like how 
sugary it is. And um, so Magic Spoon's been really interesting because you can't really tell the difference between kind of the sugary ones. I don't know what they did, but it, right. they taste good. And the kids eat it. Yeah. No, they, it, were, they were blindfolding me and... <laughs> They were giving me different cereals the other day because yeah. we have like tons of boxes of cereals here. Yeah, we got a lot of time. And you know, <laughs> you know, they they I couldn't tell. You know, sometimes I could, but sometimes I really couldn't. Yeah, it's yeah. like something like you know. I think like it's one of those choices you can make for the new year, and it it's, it doesn't. It's not that much sacrifice. Yeah, like because it tastes good. Okay, so it, here's the thing: is there's zero sugar in it, eleven grams of protein, which you like, Scott. Um, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. There's four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. We liked all of them the same. Um, well, uh, for me, it was the fruity. I, I like the frosted. You like the frosted? Yeah. And, and I think Brie liked the blueberry. Yeah, and Abby liked the cocoa. Yeah, we all liked it. It tastes amazing. Honestly, too good to be true, which is what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't understand why it's so okay to eat. <laughs> it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Um, yeah. So if we, if passed the test, the children, that's what it passed. Go to magicspoon.com slash KYA to grab a variety pack, which is what we got and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code KYA at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash KYA and use the code KYA to save $5 off. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring our podcast today. Yes. And they have a real cool name. Magic, Magic spoon. spoon. I mean, that's pretty cool. And the boxes are cute. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what sold it, honestly, because the kids don't, the kids were like, oh, I'll try this one. I'll try this one because they're really funny looking. Yeah. They're they, like very cute and, they, they and colorful. Used, yeah. They, yeah. Abby used like some of the boxes for her fort. <laughs> and she stole them. So. <laughs> All right. So, Stitch Fix. Oh Woo-hoo. my gosh. Listen, guys, I don't like to go out. Like to go, I don't like to shop. Me neither. I don't like going out there. I don't like, I don't like it. I'm indigo. You know what I mean? Um, and, and sometimes, like, online shopping, it's, like, too many choices for me. I get very overwhelmed. And also, I get very limited in my style choices because I'm, like, I don't know. I feel like everything I wear is, like, one color and black, and I don't know if I should try new things. And it's, like, it's very overwhelming for me. So Stitch Fix has been such a gift because it's, like, my stylist understands me. Um, Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you will love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. Try on pieces at home before you buy, keep what you love, and return what you don't. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns, and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is included. There's no subscription required. Try Stitch Fix once or you can set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box, which gets credited towards the pieces you keep. And there are no hidden fees ever. Stitch Fix has style and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids. They ship all over the U.S. and are available in the U.K. as well. Hey, Scott, you're next for the Stitch Fix. I'm up next. Are you ready? Oh my gosh. I did my styling. You did Um, your style quiz. There was a lot of questions. (laughs) I think I passed. (laughs) You can't fail it. Oh, okay. I'm probably going to come out with something that a uh, 72-year-old oh would wear. I'm so excited. 
but we'll see. Like when I get my fix, I do like a fashion show for you and the kids. Yes, you do. Yes. And, we, is, and we give you like thumbs up. We give you thumbs down. Yeah. We, we, give, we really do critique you. You do. Like, no, they, they go very hard on Yes, me. we do. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> We're not kidding. Again, we don't have a lot to do over here. Right. So between Magic Spoon and Stitch Fix, we are entertained. All right, get started today at <laughs> stitchfix.com slash KYA, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix at stitchfix.com slash KYA for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix, stitchfix.com slash KYA. And thank you guys for always supporting our podcast through the sponsors. All right, we are, Kendall is finally ready. She is ready to be uh, interviewed. We can't wait to hear about what she uh, has to say. Let's do it. Okay. I am here with Kendall Long. You may know her from the 22nd season of The Bachelor. Uh, she made it all the way to hometowns. Is that correct, Kendall? This is true. I, I remember that. Third place. <laughs> I totally remember all this, by the way. And you were on the fifth season, right, of Bachelor in Paradise? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you're the author of Just Curious, a notebook of questions, which freaked me out because um, I looked at your, I was looking at your book on Amazon and I'm like, okay, this all ties in because your aura color is very much linked to your book because like your book's yellow and like you're yellow. So it just kind of, it fascinated me. I was like, oh, I connect so much with yellow. Do you? That's, mm-hmm. you know, and your mom, and you sent me some pictures and like your mom's yellow too. So I was like, wow, that's, Is really, she? yeah. But, uh, you actually, it was interesting <clears throat> when I was, I remember my takeaway from your season, um, on the bachelor, it was Ari's season was everybody kept saying, oh, she's so different and she's so quirky. <laughs> they kept, yeah. it was like your, the, that was like your edit or whatever, you know? And, um, I was like, well, I, it's just interesting to me when people pick up on somebody's aura, you know, like even production or editing, because you do have a very unique energy around you. Are you into this kind of stuff? Um, you know, I have, my sister is very into it. Um, and there were times when she would try to get me to stand behind like a white wall and see if she can see my aura. So I love talking about that stuff. I'm very scientifically minded, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm definitely open to like the energy of things. And um, it's something in my life that I like to explore. I love that. Yeah. Um, so your aura, like it, it's very different. So you're super yellow and you have purple, but what's different mm-hmm. about it is there is this green thing going on. It's kind of like a green sparkle or a green glow. And I wonder if you were a kid, I'd have to see a picture if you were more green than you are now. But Ooh, when you talk about being... I can find one. Yeah, oh man, I want to see one for real. Because like, and you can text it to me, but like... um, Yeah, I'll text you. Yeah, because when... So when you say you're scientifically minded, that's a very green perspective on, you know, everything's energy. And okay, I'll be open to it. Or, or like, I'll listen to things yeah. and be cool with it or whatever. And then make my own decisions after, which is like very green person-ish of you to do but it's sparkly yeah oh interesting um sparkly green i wonder what that means it means like the curiosity you know usually when i see sparkles it's like a curry well yellows are very curious but then the sparkles in your green i feel like you are curious minded towards things that are like the bigger picture so like when i see you you're like okay how does this all fit together you know even seeing i your, your methods with communication, like with two people or, or us as, you know, humanity or like what's going on between this party and this party or everything. I feel like you're very much into let's communicate. Let's, let's try to mold this together. Does that make sense? 
Very much so. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about communication, just being open. And if you just kind of say what you're feeling, no one can ever be mad at you, you know? So yeah, I think there's so much miscommunication that happens that people don't understand people's intention. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very important to me to be transparent and open. Um, you know, I, I feel like I wanted to talk about you with dating and like what you look for in different situations. Cause so we've seen you date, I guess with big air quotes, Ari, and we saw, yes. you, we saw you date mm-hmm. Joe Amabili, Amabili. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Amabili. Amabili. You got it right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, <laughs> is he Italian? Amabile. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's Italian. Yeah. He that's what Italian. it is. I, I grew up around Italian people, so I can kind of handle the names a little bit. I was thinking pronunciation. Yes. I'm like, yeah, but grocery store Joe. He was grocery <laughs> dead, which was his title because he went home like the first night on whatever his season was or something. I know. But um, they're both red. So I like we saw you with Ari, who was like red purple, and we saw you with Joe, who's red blue. So oh, interesting. I feel like with you, what do you normally go for with guys? Would you say? I would say I normally Joe is actually very different than the type I typically go for. Um, he was he he was slow to open up, mm-hmm. and I loved the journey of opening up with him. Um. But normally guys that I go for are very artistic, mm. very funky and weird, kind of like me. Yeah. I like that kind of quirky personality um, because then they understand my interests. Um, so yeah, I normally go for like the artist type or the type that's a dreamer. I always go for the dreamers. Yeah. Someone who's like unconventional a little bit yes. beyond like yeah. lives in the fringe a little like hangs out yes. there. I like that. Um, I it, like the fringe. <laughs> I like the fringe too. I, <laughs> you don't look like the fringe though, you know? So I think it's hard for you sometimes. Cause I mean, you're a beautiful girl and I, you know, do you find people being attracted to you where you're like, no, like this is never going to work. Like, cause I feel like you attract probably a type that's not the fringe and then they, yeah, normally I, I think that as, as soon as people kind of get to know me more then they understand, and, oh, this is someone that's like, uh, that's a, a little bit out there. Yeah. Um, and either I think it intimidates men or I think I like the man that could be, look at me and be like, oh, I'm curious to figure, to, to explore more and to have fun with it. You know, I don't like when people, I don't like when men approach me and it's like more of like a serious mm-hmm. or, and I usually like guys that, um, I would say that I am very, um, I'm trying to find a, think of a way to put this. I, I like guys I can grow with. Mm. I'm usually intimidated by a man that ha- already has his life together already. And, and then tries to kind of like teach me. Oh. I'm not into that. Yeah. Like I like to help grow with somebody and, you know, help teach them. Mainly. I love that. We want to grow like together. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, like very exactly. spiritual. Yeah. Like the more strong you grow within yourself and then you do that with somebody, it kind of, that's what bonds you like the journey. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. just, it's funny. Cause I, yeah. Cause you have, you know, you're blonde and you're little and you know, you know all this. And I feel like people probably, you know, these certain men want to, yeah, come teach you or mansplain to you or, Hey, you're like, I'll control you or whatever. Yeah. And that's, it's not like you want to have an equal partnership with conversations and, and, you know, they're curious too, not just you asking, exactly. like they want to learn more and there's more, you know, for them, they, they see what's, I guess you want somebody to know they're not complete and always kind of look for that. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Someone, I, I like to be malleable. I like to grow with somebody and, um, I don't do well with 
men, yeah, who who feel like I'm go- I'm I'm jumping into their life mm-hmm. and their way of doing things. Yeah. I like to more so create a life together. I love that. That's like that is very greenish of you, I have to say. Just because with but you I got the green yellow thing going on, but then the purple. So purples are usually very spontaneous. So I feel like, you know, being pinned okay, down cool. or having too much Anything like uh, that feels monotonous and, and tell me if this is correct mm-hmm. in your life can get a little stressful or anxiety producing. And I feel like you're mm-hmm. not afraid of taking risks, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, yeah. But then there's this other part of you that feels very logical. That's like, okay, like let's, um, I guess, how is this going to work for real? And mm-hmm. when I look, when I look at you with Joe, who's like, you know, he, and I know you guys are friends and you're, you're on good terms and I can just see that. Being a red blue, reds are usually very kind of, um, and he feels very down to earth, I have to say, like very down to earth, very laid back, very um, respectful guy. I just get that he Mm -hmm. had his way of doing things and maybe you had your way of doing things and it was like, eh, maybe not now or something. Is that kind of how it played out between you two? Like long story short. We're both very um, set, not set in our ways, Mm -hmm. but we both have strong opinions and I don't, and I think, we benefit from being someone else who's maybe a little more malleable in the relationship. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just came to a point where we, the, it, it, it seems like such an, a weird way to break up, but because it wasn't really due to any, anything else, we were great together. We had a lot of fun. Um, humor was huge in our relationship, <laughs> but when it came to just finding out where we wanted to live, yeah. you know, where we, went, where we saw our future and none of us, neither of us were willing to budge. And that's kind of like, yeah, both of our energies were like, this is where I see myself. This is where I want to be. And we couldn't budge for each other. Yeah. And that's okay. But I see that a lot. And then sometimes people are like, well, if you're the woman, you're supposed to budge, you know, or things like that. That's exactly. I hate when people say that because that's not me. I'm not going to move for any man. And and that's that's okay. But, you know, I I think in our culture, there's a lot of women who feel the way you do. And Mm -hmm. it's just something that they get shamed on a lot. And it's not something that, Actually, any of us should be ashamed. You just, but there's men out there who are more malleable, and they get shamed for that. You know that they yeah. would move, or they would move for a, their, the woman that they love, or whatever, and that's fine too. But they get yeah. shamed for it that they're not stronger or whatever. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Or like, the man is expected to have the job, so of course, mm-hmm. like he has to stay where the job is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. So I feel like red people aren't for you. That's like, what yeah. I, that no was like, red. Where, no red people. Like Ari <laughs> was different. I mean, I know like I, sometimes I think I don't like want to break the fourth wall, but like, I understand like when there's, it was two years ago or whatever. And like you're filming and things like that. I just always got this feeling that he needed somebody more, more malleable, like somebody who is definitely, he could fit in a box easier. That can come to, into his life. Mm-hmm. Like I, and he was, and it didn't really show, cause he, you're right. It's funny that you say purple cause he was very spontaneous and very mm-hmm. silly and it wasn't shown so much. And I'm always like, oh man, he was so much more hilarious than like, you know, <laughs> than you saw. But, um, but yeah, I felt like he was drawn to a woman that was, had big ideas and was like, you know, I yeah. felt like, um, more of, I don't want to say strong because I don't because I, I think the other one is strong as well. Of course, but, um, yeah. I think he he wanted he would do better with somebody that was like I'm down for I'm down to just start this life with you and to jump into your life yeah. and to make it happen together. And I wasn't at that place in my life, so. and that's fine, you know. And that's the thing, like it's okay that some women are like that, or like I think even with feminism, it's like if you're somebody that does want 
to do more for your husband um, and, and do what, you know, and follow his dreams or support him. That's fine too. Which of course. I just like, I think when he picked Becca, she's red as well. She's a red aura as well. So I, oh, really? yeah. And she's yeah. just, you know, she's got a, a, a strong voice and she's a strong yes. a woman and, but she is a giver, you know, and I feel like she mm-hmm. would have done things that maybe it's good. It didn't work out that way or whatever, because she's her own person in her own right. Um, yeah. So I feel like, cause so when I was watching the season of the bachelor, they sent somebody home. Have you been watching this season? Yes. Okay. Yes. They sent yeah. home Joe Park and I need you two to be together. Here, let me show you a picture Wait, of him. Joe Park. Joe Park. Okay. This? He's the anesthesiologist. <laughs> Hold on. This is like, Oh my gosh. I have this. Okay, like, I think I you're talking yes. About. Okay. I have this like sick fantasy in my mind of being like, um, I don't know, like a, like a matchmaker or something. And like, I was was watching this and I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I feel like they'd be perfect together. That's him. Hold on. Let me, let me get him. That's Joe Park. Oh, I loved him so much. I loved him. You know, and he was kind. And when he said, when he said, um, I'm not, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. Oh my God. That resonated a lot with me. Yeah. Like in the ring, you know, and he was Mm -hmm. being silly and he, they didn't show his personality enough, but you could tell he was real quirky and real silly. And he's, um, he's a green blue aura. And I feel like that's the combination for you. So you're green, you know, and Mm -hmm. you got green sparkles, you're more yellow, but you got green sparkles and then he's green, blue. he feels like he totally has his own career and everything, but I feel like he would, uh, make changes for, you know, wherever he felt like, I feel like he's flexible that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. he seems to be like, I like to go with the flow kind of, he was on when he's uncomfortable with something, he kind of chooses humor Yeah. to, to bring himself into a place of more comfortability. And that's kind of what I do. Like when I'm uncomfortable, I turn it into humor. <laughs> and so I don't really do well with people who are uncomfortable and turn it into like anxiety. Because yes. it turns me, I have anxiety. Yes. So it's funny that you say that because, yeah, I agree. So I'm shipping you too. And um, <laughs> in my own fan fiction <laughs> reality, you're together. And we'll see what happens. You never yeah, know. You never know. <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise called them again. Okay. So I, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I got it all figured out. I'm crazy. Um, okay. Oh, no, I love it. <laughs> this is what I do. I sit there in, in my pajamas and I'm like, Kendall and, Kendall and Joe need to be together. Um, Joe Park. So I, I, what is, okay. Why taxidermy? All right. Can you, all right. I have a, I have an aura scape scope of it for you, but I want to hear from your own, like, what is it about it that calls you to it? Um, I love, I guess I have a huge, I've always had a huge curiosity with nature and Mm, I would hike a lot as a kid Mm -hmm. and I would collect things that I saw. I just thought it was really beautiful. Like I'd saw, I would see a skull and, um, like, oh, it's just so cool how it works and to like see inside of a living thing. Um, and I would just collect dead things and those things would rot or, you know, not really age that well. So then I went to a little natural history museum when I was younger and um, it was like this little local town one that was in the hiking trail. And I was just fascinated with being up close to animals and actually being able to see how they worked. And um, it was, I, thought, I thought it was so beautiful. Like, I see taxidermy as the art of nature. And um, as soon as I found out you can collect taxidermy and it wasn't just something in museums, then I just collected myself. You know? That's so, so cool. Yeah, I just start, my first piece of taxidermy was actually a pickled pig fetus. Um, <laughs> And I, I got it off Amazon. I don't recommend people get things yeah. off of, get tax from me off of Amazon because it's not sustainable. But back then I had no idea what sustainable was. And, you know, so um, now I always get secondhand taxidermy because it always has like, a good story with it. And I love the history of where it was from. 
Um, but but yeah, it's just so cool That's to beautiful. see how things work. I mean, I'm, I'm more so like it's the science in me, you know. It's it's the curiosity and um, just being like just seeing the art of how things are created. And I think that's beautiful. Well, I mean, like that, everything you were saying sounds very green to me, like green yeah. person, you know, just because like green people mm-hmm. usually are the geologists or the scientists or the people or the kids in nature. Yeah. Were you like that as a kid? Were you very, like, did they, I know you have a twin, which I, I have to get into because yeah. it's so cool. Twin stuff is interesting with the oh, auras. I love to hear about oh my, gosh. my twin. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> um, but th- were you kind of like, and I say this because like usually twins are like bonded at the, you know, they're detached at the hip or whatever, but were you really good yeah. kind of going off and doing your own thing growing up? Was that something they kind of told you? In, in the beginning, I mm-hmm. think of our relationship, we were very independent and, um, but then we would, we moved around a lot when we were younger yeah. and we had each other. Aww. That was like the main, um, that was just, I mean, that was always the same. So we bonded a lot from moving to different schools and, um, now we're just so close. I love that. Yeah. Let me, I think you sent me yeah. her picture. Let me look. Um, I did. Yeah. My yes. picture with my brother. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. Oh, your brother's so green. Um, yeah. Your brother's like, um, he's got like a gamer. I, I had to like separate greens into categories because there's so many different kinds. And then women greens yeah. are their own thing. But like your brother's got like a gamer green thing going on, which is kind of like sub, like a, sometimes I'll get like a subculture vibe from gamer green people where it's like, all right, I see how it all works. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get society. I understand it. And then there's just kind of like, and I will choose when and how to participate in it. Like that kind of thing. And I, oh, interesting. I just get yeah. that kind of vibe from him. Um, Okay. But your sister, okay. So she's a strong person. She's got a lot of purple, like a lot. So I get like oh, a really yeah. vibrant, strong, very direct and honest. Um, mm-hmm approach to her I feel like she's extremely loyal and I get that she uh trusts her intuition like really well so she likes somebody or doesn't like somebody you know she doesn't do that thing where she questions it so much she's just like okay like I had that feeling it must mean something um I do get that she she's very I feel like she's very protective of you um there's always Mm -hmm. one twin that's like a little bit I don't know, like the louder twin or something. <laughs> I get outwardly, like other people might be like, what's her name again? Kylie. Kylie. I get like other people might, I think like when you're a twin and tell me if I'm wrong, like do people always put you in roles? Like Kylie, well, yeah, this one, you're compared, this one. Yeah. Exactly. We're always compared directly to each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> great. But I can see yeah, her being right. like, if I'm doing this, uh, you have to do this to Kendall. Or like if I'm, you know, or, or just like giving you advice and, and I can see her, res- but she feels like she obviously, of course, respects you or take a step back or whatever. But I feel like it's hard for her sometimes to control herself a little bit just because she sees mm-hmm. things so clearly and she just wants to tell you yeah. or whatever. And then I get your, yeah. you'll go back and be like, okay, I hear you. I'm going to, I'm going to take that in and like dissect it a little. Um, yeah, but she feels like she's fiercely loyal and protective of both of you. Very true. Very true. We always, I always compare her to, she's really into spirit animals. Mm -hmm. And so, um, she says, I'm a bat, uh, flying fox bat. And then she, um, characterizes herself as more of like a pack animal, like a a wolf because she is fiercely, fiercely loyal. Yeah. I love, I like that energy. And, uh, I feel like when Mm -hmm. with Kylie, once you're in, you're in, but it takes a minute, Mm -hmm. it takes a minute. So like, I feel like she's the type, she has friends and they're friends for life, but it, there's layers to her because once she lets somebody in, it's like a lot of, there's a lot of investment there or whatever. 
Um, mm-hmm. but she gives I, herself a lot to people, definitely. Yeah, but that's hard. You know, mm-hmm. you have to, and I feel like you do too. But I get that you mm-hmm. have more capability to kind of um, put people in, and not take them personally sometimes yeah. or whatever. And maybe she doesn't have always that capability just because she's more mm-hmm. um, energy sensitive or or whatever, like you know, emotional yeah. uh, attached to it. And maybe you can she separate. Is. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, so funny. I we always our dynamic is very much that she always. It's funny because when we were younger, I was very much the dominant twin and the mom. Um, and then now, as like now, I'm kind of the one that's more laid back and mm-hmm. chill, and she's now taking more of like the protective role. So it would be interesting to see like what our auras would have been like when we were younger. Oh my god! Because, yes. Did you get me? Did you find yeah. a picture or no? That's okay. If oh, you didn't. here I want. Oh, I, no, I want to look for one. I'm try. I was. I want to. I was trying to. Uh, <laughs> wait, see, I have one from our. From our birthday, I posted one of us when we were really young. Oh, cute! Yeah, if you send that to me, I'll just keep talking while you do that. Um, and then we can okay. go. And then we can go back. Um, Perfect. We have to talk about uh, pistachio. Pistachio! Oh my gosh! Which is yes. your rescue dog? Can you tell us his story? Um. So pistachio, I rescued him from South Korea, and um, I. I was looking at a lot of rescues in America and it was yeah. really, really important for me to, um, to rescue, like a save a life. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to save a life and to give a dog who normally wouldn't have a chance to succeed, like the opportunity to be able to have like a wonderful, loving family and yes. home. Um, so there's a lot of different organizations in America, but, um, I contacted Bunny's Buddies because they rescued from South Korea kill shelters. Oh my God. And so and there's just like thousands and thousands of dogs, <sighs> young dog, like young, um, a lot of them are purebred uh, or pets that were just disregarded after just a year of their life. And so oh. I, they sent me a grainy picture because I just sent them a bunch of breeds of dogs that I'd be interested in. Yes. And I thought weenie dogs were great. Um, so they, um, I sent, they sent me a picture of pistachio and it was like grainy. Yeah. Um, and he just looked so, his eyes are just so big and, um, I was like, okay, so I'll definitely like take him. And they're like, oh, he might not be available. I was like, well, if someone else has already taken him, um, we can find another dog. And they're like, oh no, he would have been killed. <gasps> if like, oh. he, he wouldn't have been taken, he would have been killed because it's like, I think it was like day eight that I, and there was that time difference too. Oh, so my God. I literally had to wait like an entire day to find out if he had been killed or not. Oh, and then God. they told me, oh, like, and it was like the next morning and I'm like, oh, he's available. And I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to like, we're just do him, it. So. Like I, I, yeah, found a, I just, I found a picture mm-hmm. of him on your Instagram so I could kind of read them if that's okay. Oh, yay. <laughs> yeah, so, no, no. It's awesome. I he's love so that. cute. So like a dog's talking energy, obviously, you know, that's what they do. Um, yes. he feels like, you know, what's funny with everything he's gone through. He honestly feels like you like, okay, I get. All right, so dogs talk to me different than people because they're just like bursts of energy. But like with him, I yeah. feel like he's very in the moment. And I know all dogs are, but I get that he in particular, you'd be like, oh my gosh, you know, poor, poor pistachio. And he doesn't really resonate with that so much. And I get, and I yeah. wonder if like, mm-hmm. he just feels like he's very confident and he very much feels yes. like alpha, alpha energy. So I feel like he's like yes, mm, king, yes, king so of the true. cat. You probably got to watch him around like bigger dogs or something. Cause he's like, here I am. Um, very much I'm pistachio. So, very much so. <laughs> like, he is. He's like very confident. He thinks he's he thinks he's bigger than he is. Yeah. That's very very weenie dog mentality. It's funny. Like, <laughs> and I I don't I must I don't know what 
the setup was where you got him from, but I feel like he was around more dogs than people or something. Yes. Cause I get like, he speaks dog uh, pretty well, but he also was in a place where beha- being, uh, I well behaved was not, uh, I guess encouraged because I do, I just get with him. He has bur- his moments where he can be a little bit like, Oh, Hey, pistachio. Like, I don't think like that yeah. all of it. Um, just like it's sassy with people. Yeah, my mouth yeah. is itchy. So when I read a dog, my mouth gets itchy. I get like a little oh, bit of like some biting behavior, but I don't. I I don't know. There's a little bit like mm, like that. He a little used bit. to like yeah. He definitely used to bite more. I've I've just what I've been doing is just putting him in social situations, mm-hmm. and it's hard with COVID. But um, I've yeah. been I take him to the dog park a lot, and he's great off leash because he has separation anxiety, Aww. hardcore. Um, but. But people will, he'll like, he used to be like really aggressive with people and almost like jump and nip at them. Mm -hmm. But now he lets people kind of pet him a little bit at the dog park because he feels like he has more freedom to move around. Right. Um, But it's just like a slow process. Well, it's his boundaries too, you know, which I think it's so important that we respect dog boundaries. I have kids and I'm always like, you don't just go, just because it's a dog doesn't mean you will pet it. You know, like they have their own boundaries yeah. i think it's really important um which a lot of us yeah. need to learn about dogs like you can't just pet it because he's cute so like people exactly. are like let me touch yeah. you and he's like i don't think so i'll bite I you know. he like always <laughs> it's so hilarious because like he like dodges people yeah. and you can tell like and i'm the same way like i always feel like that's funny i take it so personally yeah. when a dog like either like denies me or doesn't like me and so i see people thinking i'm gonna be the different one i'm gonna be the one that he likes and i'm like yeah. no no I'm the only one that he loves. <laughs> he's like, I like you and you're my person. But that's nice. You guys, he's he's loyal and he's particular. So you can feel special. Yeah. I love pistachio. Yeah. But he is so growing much. his love. Like he he loves my sister. Okay. He loves like my mom and dad and brother. So. Oh my God. Yeah. You, you sent me pictures of you guys as kids, which is. I did. Yeah. I just sent you two pictures of Kylie and I. So yeah. flipping cute. Okay. Oh my gosh. So funny. Oh, these are adorable. <laughs> yeah. You're way more green as a kid. Um. Yeah. You are way... I was okay. like, can you tell the difference? I yeah, was like, I, she, yeah, like, you... Is she older than you? It's no, Kylie. I'm actually... You're older? I'm three seconds older than she is. Yeah, well, three seconds. It was a C-section. Oh, that's so. crazy. Okay. I don't know. She just has, like, an older sister vibe or something. Okay. A lot of people think that. A lot of people think that she's older than me. Yeah. it's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, you have a lot more green in when you were a kid. You know, and I... If you listen, I don't know how much you... I see this sometimes with women in our society. What happens is, is that you're born green. And, like, you know, I think everything that you just described, like, your fascination with skulls and, like, picking dead things mm-hmm. up and bringing them back to your room, people might be like, oh, that's a boy thing, you know, or whatever. Yeah. That's what boys do. Boys have the frog in their pocket and stuff like that. Well, usually it's, like, green green and boys tends to be kind of, like, grouped. Now, I don't think your family did this to you. I just feel like society kind of... It's just hard to shut that out. Yeah. And then... um. What happens is, is you can kind of like integrate, integrate. Oh my god, integrate, integrate. Yeah, I know. I, was, I, I always do that with words. Integrate. Like, need more coffee. Um, yeah. what you can kind of do is uh, integrate uh, yellow, which is kind of like the female acceptable equivalent. But your mm. mom's yellow too, so I feel like yeah. there's a lot of like that in there. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're way more green as a kid. That's awesome. But you, it's funny because you're green with yellow sparkles. And now you're kind of yellow with green sparkles, but you have purple in both pictures. Oh, interesting. You guys are so cute. Um, you look like best friends. Oh, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you about... Um, this is... Hold on. I just want to look at this picture, too. Because then... How old... Your brother's younger than you guys? He is. Uh, yeah. He's 24. 
What, yeah, a little dude. Yeah. What's that like in a family? Um, I guess like when you're, there's twins and then like another sibling, did he ever feel left out or was he always like... <laughs> Okay, with no, it. definitely. I think that the thing is that my sister and I had so much attention because we were twins, and mm. because it was just like it was just such a thing um, that my brother he's just very chill, um, and yeah, I think sometimes he probably did feel left out, um, but now more so, our relationship is like growing so much more Aww. now that he's older. But yeah. when we were younger, it was definitely like it's hard. You know, it's such a label. Like, twins. Yeah, and I yeah. think like twins get that a lot. They get grouped into the identity of being a twin, and then yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about your Definitely. book. So you have a book. Uh, just curious, yeah. a notebook of questions. Tell us about that. Um, I again, I mean, you know, I am uh, curious. I've always had curiosity, and so I the notebook really just started as a personal notebook that I carried with me in my backpack, um, and I would just I collected all kinds of things. So I had a notebook for quotes. I had a notebook for you know, little doodles that I would collect from different people. And then I had a notebook of questions. And so whenever I thought of a question or someone um, asked me a question that I thought was interesting, I would just add it to the notebook and I would just bring it out on first dates with friends. And it was just a fun game that I would play. That's awesome. And I brought it on RE season for one of our dates that we had. Okay. And um, I asked him, oh, would you ever eat human meat? Which is like a, a question that I love asking because I think it's just so out there. Um, and I love seeing people. I, 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 I always love seeing people's curiosity. Like, how do they react? You tell a lot about a person with like, how they react with a question that is so jarring. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess like, I love asking the question would be like, like what's the circumstances? Like, where am I? Like, what's going on? So you know, I always, always set it up and say, you're, you're in a tribe that's tradition is to consume the energy of a person after they pass. So okay. they can like keep the energy within the tribe. Yeah. And so it's more of like a traditional thing. Um, and so this person is consenting. They are clean. Yeah. Um, it's not some like random body, <laughs> right. not like a survival situation. Okay. So I take away the factor of like survival because like then it's not really a choice. It's like for survival. Yes. Um, so, you know. And you're, you're already in it? that tribe? Like that's your culture? No, you, you're visiting. I'm visiting. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So you now visiting. Depends how long yeah. I'm going to stay. Like if I have to live there for a long time and, and, and I'm, I'm yeah. dependent on them being my friends for a while until like, yeah, like I figure like out. Picking, you know, the analytical. <laughs> I like, like that. Mm. Well, I like it because like you, you're, you're looking in depth with it, you know, but you can tell yeah. so much about someone by asking that question. Like you're yeah. like, okay, I need to know. Like, all I might the pretend to eat it or like if I have to, yeah. like I'll just eat like an off curd, <laughs> like a, like something not so gross. <laughs> Like a toe. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe a little toe. Just like not, not, not an important piece of you. Oh my God. So I couldn't great. do organ. I, I love asking that. Because <laughs> my answer's one. always been like, my answer's always been like, hell yeah. Like I would, I would try it. Um, like, but when yeah. I asked it on the show. Bring the salt. When I, asked it on the, when I asked it on the show, everybody was like so disturbed. And it just caused like a lot of, you know, of course the show was like, yes, perfect. Like this I is know. great. This is why we have her on here. Did they add um, creepy music to it? I noticed they do that sometimes with people. They probably they probably did. I don't yeah. remember if they did or not. But um, ever since I um, asked those questions and talked about like my notebook of questions, everyone's like, oh, you have to publish it. You have to publish it. Yeah. And um, during quarantine, it was just a time when people yeah. were being separated and communication was kind of being lost. And so I was like, you know what? I really want to publish this. And I want to bring people closer together. And also it's a project I can work on during quarantine when I felt like there was just, I couldn't do much. I was like, I need to put this energy towards something yes. um, that I feel like 
I'm really, really passionate about. So, um, yeah. So now the question book is out there. That is is so, where can we find it? Um, Amazon or my website, it's uh, kendallong.com. I have like the Amazon link and, um, a specialty edition, like version on there too. All right, great. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, awesome. I, I'm, I just, I, before we go, I just wanted to like, I'm so appreciative of you because I feel like I don't get to talk to a lot of women who have green in their auras. So I think a lot of people who are analytical like you or always labeled as different or quirky or whatever they got, you know, they kept calling you on the bachelor that season. I feel like a lot of people identify with that. And I love that you're like, um, you know, you're kind of showing that it's okay to have these thoughts and be curious and ask questions and stick to your guns and that, and you're still very feminine. There's nothing, like nothing's being taken away from that part of you. And actually it has nothing to do with the other thing. So I, and, and again, like just having like the aura color you have, like the, the yellow, the green, the purple, it's just so unique. So I'm sure we'll be seeing more of you because I can't imagine, um, bachelor nation doesn't stop calling you in to these things to bring your to bring your book of questions to new places what do you have any where can we find you where what things do you have coming up tell us everything so we can go stalk you Um, yeah i mean my instagram is it's kendall long and that's usually where i put everything up um and yeah that's that's where i have as far as like what's happening in the future i'm not sure i mean it's a time when i think there's so many things that are up in the air and I'm kind of just really focusing like on my book and also strengthening connections with, um, friends and family around me. Um, and yeah, it's been a, it's been a whirlwind of a time. I'm sure we can all relate to that, but, um, yeah. it's been good. Yeah, yeah, it has been right. Um, yeah. kind of <laughs> like in, in, in I a mean, roundabout like, way in some sense, I'm, like, yeah. like, you know, there's definitely a positive side yeah. of it, but there's also, you know, of course, the side I that think we can't we've all met scary. different sides of ourselves. And that part yes. has been so true. Interesting. Thank you yep. so much, Kendall. I so appreciate you coming on um, our podcast. Of course, love. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. So fun. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, this podcast is for you and about you. I love you all. Take care. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro. Cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.